Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Off the Hook with AJ. I got a very special guest with me today, 2-0, Anthony Herrera. How you doing today, man? Doing good, man. So let's talk about it. Let's dive right into it, man. You just, you're coming off your second win. Right. How's it feel? How's it feel to get that, that second victory under your belt? So I'm 2-0, 2 knockouts right now. I just fought three weeks ago, March 5th. Chocolatito undercard in San Diego. So, um, uh, well, I kind of didn't really like my performance, to be honest with you, because in the first round, I hurt my right hand. And really? uh, I was kind of forced to only use my left hand. So, you know, I was keeping it busy. Even the commentators said that I, that I was, like, using it a lot. And it was because, oh, wow. not, not because I wanted to, but because I had to. You know, I really had no choice. So, right. I think I would have come out a lot sooner if my right hand was good. Right. I didn't uh, hurt it. But, um. I mean, the good thing about it, I got some rounds in. I still got the stoppage. So, I mean, uh, coming into my next fight, I'm going to just make sure this hand's 100%. And, and you know, right now, right now you are building your career, you know. And, uh, I mean, you, you're fighting on a, on a big platform, you know. The zone is a big platform. So, that's huge right there. You know, a lot of people, a lot of boxers can't say that they're fighting on big platforms like you are. So, that's a blessing there in itself. So, um, I did watch your first fight. And from your first fight to your second fight, to be honest with you, you look more comfortable. Yeah. You did look more comfortable. You look more comfortable. You look ready. Um, just your demeanor, man. Just the way you, you come out, you know. And I didn't even introduce you like, you're Superman, bro. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> you know, I forgot to introduce you like that, man. Anthony Superman Herrera. So let, let me ask you, how did that come about with the whole Superman stuff? Yeah, so um, if you would have asked me 10 years back, like, oh, yeah, your nickname's going to be Superman, I would have been like, nah, that's stupid. Like, I would have never picked that nickname. Right. I, didn't, I didn't pick that nickname. Uh, my, my teammates, people that I hung around with, they chose it for me. So the reason why I, uh, that came about with the whole Superman thing was because uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I started, uh, my vision started getting, like, really bad. So I needed glasses at the time. And I was like, damn, I got to wear glasses. I don't want to wear glasses. I'm going to look like a nerd. You know what I mean? So, so, uh, so I got the glasses and then, um, like, um, I was, that's when I started boxing at the time. I had my first boxing fight at 13 and then, um, I'm 21 now. So it was like eight years ago. And then I'll, I'll go in the boxing gyms. And then, um, this is when I was a little bit older, but, uh, they would tell me like, yeah, man, you look like a nerd. You know, you, I would have never thought you boxed. Like you look like uh uh someone I could just pick on like outside of the ring, but inside the ring, like okay. inside the ring, you're a different person. You're you're you know you're like Superman. You're like Clark Kent outside the ring. So it's like an alter ego, like a transformation. Okay. So that's how that came about. Hey, you know, and, and it fits you, man. It fits you. You you really yeah. do. Uh, you put on a show, man. You come out. You go. Yeah. You do the little. You know that thing. Right, right. After yeah. after I knock him out, I'll do my pose. But the funny thing about that is that even though I do all of that. I have never watched one Superman movie in my life. <laughs> really? You know what? Really? You got to sit down day. and watch those movies. They're long, yeah. but you got you to gotta watch them. Hey, that's cool, though, man. You're, you're, you're taking in that, you know, the, the persona, the Superman persona, and, and uh, you're going full full force with it, man. So it's cool. Like I said, it fits you, man. So let's go. Talking back, uh, let's go back to boxing. So now, like I said, you looked very comfortable in your second second fight. You look better in your second fight. I believe, you know, you look more comfortable. Like you said, now you're getting in those, those rounds and you're getting that experience. Um, what was your coaches telling you in the corner going into that fight? Well, they were telling me, um, what were they telling me? 
Well, I know in the corner they were telling me to to throw that right hand a little bit more, okay. and I didn't even tell them about that. You know, throughout uh, mm-hmm. during the fight, I sh- which I should have. You know, just let them know that something was going on with the right. But they actually wanted me to throw some uppercuts because the guy was a uh, you know he was shorter than me, a little shorter than me. So okay. those uppercuts, he was he was in line for those uppercuts, putting his head down. But but um, stick to the jab a little bit more. Okay. I know I noticed he was countering my jab, so I had to uh you know have my my defense had to be on point right after. That way I don't get countered, but but um I mean for the most part I did pretty good, you know, considering the fact that I only had one hand, one good functioning hand. No, you you looked great in that fight, honestly. And um, do you watch film on your opponents? Uh, I I do actually, yeah. That's good. That's good. A lot of fighters don't watch. I mean, a lot of fighters do it. You know, they don't watch film. But a lot, a lot of fighters. Actually, I I watch myself too, like my own film, my own fights. I always look to see like. Like if I'm gonna fight myself, like okay, like right. this is how I would counter myself, and then I try to fix that. That way, my opponent in the future doesn't try to do that on me. No, that that's good. And a quick little uh, shout out to TK Boxing sponsor, proud sponsor of Off the Hook with AJ. As you can see right behind me, we got those those gloves from TK Boxing Gear. Go ahead and give them a shout out. Go ahead and give them a follow at TK Boxing. They do custom gear, so go ahead and uh, and and hit them up. So, um, what, what got you into boxing? What got me into boxing? So I was about eight years old at the time. My dad did Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Okay. So it looked like, you know, he had a gi on and I thought it was karate or something. So I was like, Hey, I want to try out karate. And then, um, I mean, there were jiu-jitsu classes. So I wasn't like really like too interested in jiu-jitsu, but they did have kickboxing classes. So that's what I started off with. I didn't start off with boxing. I started off with kickboxing. So I entered oh, those wow. kickboxing classes. I didn't know that. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I love kickboxing. I like, I, I could kick, I could still kick pretty good. Um, I could knee, I could elbow. And then, um, yeah, as soon as it started sparring, like I found yeah, I mean, uh, Would you go back to kickboxing? Yeah, I probably would. After, after boxing, you know, I would, okay. I would do something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would like, I love sparring because I was, I felt like it was just a way for me to like beat up on other kids, like for free and I don't get in trouble for it. So I was like, yeah, I like it. And then um, my kickboxing coach at the time, he was a boxer himself. So he kind of started, like, getting me into boxing little by little. So it was like uh, I transitioned into that. So, uh, like, I, mean, I was probably around 12 or something uh, around this time. This was after I had already done wrestling because I did do wrestling. I did do oh, some okay. jiu-jitsu. I actually did a, a pancreation as well. For those who don't know, pancreation's like – What is that? It's – um. You could strike like anywhere in the body, just not the face, and you could grapple. So that's what uh, I want to do, man. I want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that's what that's what it is. So I did a tournament. I didn't really like it because I wasn't too good on the ground. Like mm-hmm. I, I think one of my pancreation matches, I think me and the other kid just kicked each other. We were just kicking each other. Like uh, no, no one tried to uh. take each other down. Yeah. So so I don't know. It was just like a stand-up fight. Like my, it might yeah. as well have been a kickboxing or a boxing fight. So so I did that, and then and then. My coach got me into boxing, and um, at the time I didn't I didn't really like the thought of boxing. Kind of like I uh, like I'd rather kickbox because there's more going on. Right. But then um, as soon as I started doing boxing, like it's a lot more um more than than what it looks like. Like there's more going on. It's not just two guys throwing hands. It's like it's an art. You know, you need to it. Right. Yeah. You gotta think. You gotta think in there. It's footwork. It's just setting up traps. Things like that. So. Yeah, I had my first boxing fight at 13, and I'm here now at 21. 
So you've been very, uh, from what I can hear, you, you've always been athletic. You know, you've always been. Into, right, were there other right. sports that you were into, like like basketball, baseball, anything like that, football? Uh, I started okay. T-ball when I was four. When I was four, okay. I did T-ball. Yeah, I did yeah. T-ball for like four years. And See, then, like, uh, you, I swam. Oh, you, you, you also did uh, swimming. That's good. Yeah, swimming. Uh, I did Taekwondo, too. I tried to get into soccer, but I, I didn't end up getting into soccer for some, I forgot the reason. I think a practice was canceled or something. Oh, so okay. I didn't even, yeah. So, so, so I didn't even just do that. Doing the towel, you're like, ah, whatever. Right. Yeah. And then, then during high school, I wanted to do track, but I was just too, too, too busy with boxing. Right. Yeah. See, yeah. like me, um, I was always, um, I was always into sports, uh, but the only thing I didn't do was really boxing. Right. Like, right. I didn't really, uh, uh boxing as a, as when I was young, but even till this day, I still play baseball. I still play baseball yeah. to, to this day. So baseball is like my, you know, favorite sport to play and stuff. But, uh, you know, I'm still waiting on that call from the MLB. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so you're from East L.A. Now, right. you know, the biggest boxer from East L.A., I believe, is, is Oscar De La Hoya. Right. Do you think that's a, that's a lot of big shoes to fill, you know, being that Oscar De La Hoya is from East L.A.? Or do you uh -huh. feel like that helps you, that motivates you? Does it motivate me? I mean, it kind of does because I want to be the biggest name to ever come out of East LA. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, those are big shoes to fill, but I think I can do it, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely uh, think you can do it, and you will do it, man. That's why yeah, I was going to say earlier. That's what I was going to say I really earlier. I, so. I don't, I'm not just saying that. Like, I, I really think I could, you know? Like, uh, no, uh, no, definitely. I agree. Because just seeing your demeanor inside the ring, you know, being around you personally, you just have that 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 aura, man. Like you just got that that vibe, that look, that that that's that swag, man. That you're gonna do big things, man. And and I can't wait for you to do big things. Yeah, I know you're gonna I can't do. Big wait. Things, I'm, I'm real excited. I'm real excited. Yeah. So how's it working with um, with Manny Robles and and uh, Estrellita? Yeah. So I've been working with them for five years. Uh, Estrellita's my he's my main coach. Uh -huh. uh, manage my he's co-managing he's my manager and um he's you know he's a, he's a my assistant coach so they both work with me and um they got a lot of experience um thing with edgar you know uh any any style we that's put in front of us we always know how to adjust and mm -hmm. we always got in like pretty much an answer to everything and um dude, even through the amateurs like uh, when i was on the olympic qualification team like i was fighting the best amateurs in the world and we always uh came up with a good game plan so that's the thing, like, we're always able to adjust. And um, the sparring there, too, you know, here in Southern California, uh, you know, we're, we're in Southgate, so we got, like, all a bunch of great sparring. Right. People, you know, there's always sparring available. We don't really have to go out like other people do in other states. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just great sparring, great training. So, that's good. That's yeah, good, yeah. I'm uh, in a good position. And they got a, they got a lot of good fighters in that, in, in that right. stable, man, in that gym. It's always uh, it's always a pleasure going there. So what's uh what's the, what's the fighters that you grew up uh, watching, man? When you when you were younger. So I mean, I didn't I didn't always like you know I started boxing kind of late. I was like 12, 13. but it was funny because uh, around that time I just watched Mike Tyson. He was the only guy I ever like ever really impressed me in boxing. So so I wanted to like be a heavyweight. I was like, damn, I'll probably be a heavyweight. <laughs> like, like, I want to move like Tyson. I want to be like Tyson. I wanted to do everything like Tyson. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm like far from being a heavyweight. I'm a, I fight at 115, 118, bantamweight, super flyweight. So that, that probably, that would never happen for sure. 
but but he's like really the one I actually like always watched it was Mike Tyson always his highlights everything everything he did so so I was I would just say uh, Mike Tyson. Okay. Um, now talking about your weight, um, you know you you fight at flyweight, bantamweight, right? Yeah. Uh, do you ever want to move up? Yeah, eventually. But first, um, I want to like you know go higher in the ranks and then uh, win a title at one fifteen, then move up to eighteen, and then eventually we'll see how far uh, I could go up. But I mean, I'm still young. I'm I'm just twenty one. You know, yeah. I haven't even really I haven't really developed my manpower yet, my man strength. Right. So. Once that comes in, I'll probably be like a solid one twenty two in a couple of years or so. But oh, you got a, you got a, you got a uh, you got a big road ahead of you, man. You got all. Oh the yeah, I, I do. So yeah, and I'm know. thinking divisions. I'm thinking divisions. So we'll just see how, how it plays out. You know, it's all all based on performance and and all of that. I just got to take care of myself. And what's next for you? So what's next for me? Um, you know what? I was I was I was looking at May. You know, a big card in May, but I'm not so sure. Uh, now that you know, I just got some things I got to take care of, so maybe June. But I do. Uh, hey, there's I'm, there's I'm a really at. big card on the zone. Um, uh, yeah. Right. right. So so that would be we'll, huge. That would be huge. That would be, be great. That would be great. But but uh, I, I'm just taking it a day at a time, you know. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um. So in regards to uh, yeah. So you're saying like possibly in May or or you know uh, taking your time. How much time do you usually need, like, to 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 get back in the ring? You know what I mean. You got two fights under your belt, right? But do you need at least thirty days to get yourself back ready to, you know, get back in the ring, or can you go right away? I feel like as long as I'm active, I don't blow up so much after my fight. I have to kind of go right away. Um, I would like to fight. I th- I think a good, you know, I'm just starting off my career, so mm-hmm. uh, like every other month would be great. Yeah, but but um, you know, it just all depends how it goes during training. If you get, you know, injuries come, things happen, life happens. So sometimes yeah. there's some setbacks. So um, but but for the most part, as long as you stay in shape, I'm training. I'm always sparring. Um, I just came back from a fight right now. So oh, okay. it's not like I haven't been doing anything. Uh, so that's every good. other month. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, boxing is a very brutal sport. You know, it takes a toll on your body. It takes a toll on uh, you know, mentally physically uh it's not for everybody and you can't play boxing like they all say right um when you go into the olympic tryouts you know for the olympics that in itself is brutal all the 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 tryouts all the tournaments the competitions can you give us a little insight of that experience that you had you know uh with the olympic tryouts yeah well I definitely had a had a really weird experience um, going through all of that. My journey was pretty pretty weird and kind of unheard of. So, I mean, if if we go way back, like this is like 2018. I hadn't won like a national tournament since I was like four, like 13 or 14. I'm like 18 at the time. Okay. And um, the whole plan for me it was the spring of 20. No, it was 2019. Okay. The whole plan for me was to turn pro later that year. So my coach told me. Uh, he was going to enter me into a tournament, which happened to be the qualifier for the Olympic trials. So there's three or four held throughout the year. The champion and the runner-up of each of those tournament tournaments earn a spot on the Olympic trials. So that means there's eight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So 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 we just happened to enter that tournament, and we go in there thinking like, you know, if uh, if I have if everything goes well, I win it, and then we're going to stay for the Olympic trials. If not, then we turn pro, just like as we had planned. But um, the whole point was for me to stay active. 
it was just for me to stay active for my for my pro debut later right. that year. So I won that tournament, and oh uh, man, I, it was, I had a uh, I entered at one fourteen because I was in Olympic. Oh okay, okay. It was one, they took out the one hundred eight, and it was wow. one fourteen. Then it went to one twenty five, and then thirty eight, and then like fifty two. So it was a big gap. There wasn't oh. a. I think one nineteen would have been perfect, but you know yeah. I struggled with one fourteen. One fourteen was hard. I had to make I had to make the weight the whole week, you know. So I meant I had to like hold it, like yeah. you know. And they had general weigh-ins. Going back to boxing is brutal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was horrible. It was a horrible wake-up. But <laughs> uh, forget all of that. Like mm. even throughout, like killing myself to make the weight, I still end up like dominating that tournament. I end up stopping guys. I'm eight counting guys. Um, I'm running through guys. I'm steamrolling them. Right. So then uh, I end up winning the tournament. <laughs> you know, a huge underdog. No one knew how I was, That's and I ended up going there and I ended up beating everybody. So, so that was the first qualifier of the year. So then, um, I'm like scouting all these other guys, watching to see who's going to be in my weight class. Mm-hmm. And then, um, the Olympic trials come around, which is at the end of the year. And um, I'm I was the fourth seed. I was the fourth seed. So the funny thing was, like, somehow, like, I really thought it was meant for me. You know, I was like, man, this is this is like, uh, so something's like paving the way for me to win this like make sure i win i really felt that way because because the the first guy i was supposed to fight he i don't think he ended up making the weight so i got a free like i just i just advanced to the next day you know so i didn't have to fight like a forfeit basically yeah yeah pretty much so so i i I, you know Uh so i advanced and then the guy was supposed to fight the day after he he ended up uh i think he got sick so so then i advanced again so i was like damn i'm like probably the least inactive fighter in the olympic trials i don't know if this is good or if this is bad but right. i took it as a good thing because yeah that's less fights for me less days i have to make weight and um i already advanced to the semifinals without even fighting a day right so then um i advanced to the semifinals against the number two seed and i'm assuming politics got in the way because this guy had a higher seating and um you know he had been to the olympic training center before and whatnot and i had never been there and um i thought i beat him but they ended up giving the fight to him so that means I go to the losers bracket and I really have to win this fight. So this was a rematch of the guy I had beat in the tournament that I won um, back earlier in the year. Okay. Yeah. So, so I already knew what to expect and it was a close fight. You know, both times that I had beat him, it was a split decision, but I ended up getting the win and I advanced to the finals. So it was just two fights to get to the finals. So, so I get to the finals with the guy that I had lost like the day before or the, you know, the day before that fight. And then mm-hmm. uh, I lose again. You know, thinking that I had won and I should have won. So I was like, damn, like, I was pretty, like, uh, I wasn't in a good mood. I was like, I don't want to be an alternate. You know, who wants to be an alternate? Right. And then um, it turns out, like, this is different from other Olympic years. It's very, this is where it gets, like, really complicated. Okay. So, so, um, I, you know, I thought I was going to be the alternate, but they told me I had another chance to make the team by um, going to a training camp in Colorado Springs and an international competition. It was, it was in Bulgaria. So whoever gets like more points based on performance actually gets a spot on the team. So this guy already started off with more points since he was the winner of the trials. But, yeah. but, um, I, you know, I had some catching up to do, but I was like, if you give me another chance, I'm, I'm going to get it. You know, there's no doubt in my mind. So I was already like, kind of like, all right, like I already kind of made the team because I know right. I'm outpointed. Right. So I go into camp and then, uh, sure enough, you know, I'm dominating in, in training. I'm like dropping my sparring partners. Like, in, like this guy from Italy came and I, I was like dropping him and um, I left a good impression to the coaches and everything was different to me. I never really like traveled like that to go to, uh, uh, right. you know, out of LA to go to, like I was in Colorado Springs. 
and and um it's beautiful out there yeah yeah oh yeah it's, it's cool and then we went to bulgaria and then i fought three times and had a crazy like semi-final fight with uh the um bulgarian guy there you know so oh, okay. so i ended up getting a bronze medal and i was the only american male on the usa team medal which was like pretty, wow. pretty crazy when you think about it so then i i get more points than the other guy just like i had said i would and i ended up making the team so that's how i made the team and um and like two months after that mm -hmm. the uh, actual olympic qualifier that was going to be held in argentina uh it, it, uh, we, we went back to Colorado Springs to train for it. And then like two weeks out or a week out, um, that's when the first lockdown happens with the whole coronavirus thing. So then, so then everybody gets sent back home. And then um, I go back home and then sure enough, like two weeks after that or something, uh, the whole world's on like lockdown. And, right. and, uh, and then uh, the Olympics uh, get postponed for a whole year. Right. So, so instead of taking it like, as like a bad thing, I took it as like a good thing that, you know, I don't have a lot of experience. I only had like 40 fights at amateur fights at the time. So I knew I was going to go up against like these dudes that had, that are probably like in their thirties and been fighting amateur since like, since they were kids that had like over 200 fights or 300 fights. Right. So I was like, this extra year is going to give me more experience that way I could go up against those guys that's a lot easier. Resume, huh? Right, right, right. Yeah. So I was like, that's the way I'm taking it. So I really thought like, man, this is like probably meant for me. You know, I really thought, I really thought, I don't know. I really thought it was meant for me. So then, so then, uh, fast forward a year, I'm traveling all of Europe, going mm -hmm. into these tournaments. I'm fighting the best guys in the world. I'm doing really good against them. And then, and then when we we're back in the same position or same time around that year, um, qualifiers coming again in Argentina. Right. And then we're two weeks out, man. And then the crazy thing is, uh, there's a, there's a, a COVID, uh, like breakout in Argentina. So they're closing its borders. And, and they canceled the tournament in there. And that was the only chance at qualifying for the Olympics. So what that meant was that I didn't get, a, I didn't get the opportunity to go uh, fight for my spot. All I had to do was like win four, I think three fights. You know, I had to be top five in my weight. I had to win three fights to get a seating just to place uh, in the Olympics. And I didn't get the opportunity. So, so um, I didn't go, man. I didn't even get to go. Yeah, so I did all of that. I did all of that just so I could not go. <laughs> and then... uh. The way they were uh, qualifying those guys from the Americas, because this was the Americas, right. the way they were qualifying them was from international ranking points. And I had never had international ranking points because I was pretty much new to the team. Like I had right. just you know, made, made the team like a, a year ago. So I had never done world championships, Pan American games. All of that stuff was when, like back when I was tr actually trying to qualify for the team. So I didn't have any of those points. So I, I didn't go, man. I didn't go. Do they yeah. make it like to me? It seems like they make it impossible for somebody to go. Like, I mean, seems you have like, to I go mean, through literally like impossible. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, the Olympics. You know, the logo is those little rings, right? You that like literally have to, you know, jump in a lot of rings through a lot of loops, you know, to to get in there, man. That's crazy. But with, with all that being said, what did that teach you, like in regards to? I mean, I'm, I'm sure that gave you a lot of experience. You know, I if I were you, man, I would be like, you know what? I was in a lucky position. Like, I, it was good, man. It was cool. Like, not a lot of people can be in the position that I was in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a, it's a grateful position to be in, you know? And so that's something that you can tell, you know, uh, people later on down the road and give your experience so that way they can, they can learn, you know? Uh-huh.
So I mm. think that, that, that that's a cool experience, man. I mean, it is, man, but it, it just hurts so much that, like, I was only there for one reason, you know, and the wow. reason was to win a gold medal. That's the way I took it, you know, since the beginning. I was like, I'm not I'm not here to have fun. I'm not here to, like, uh, I'm just here to win, you know? And, and I, I think, exactly. And I think it just, it just sucks and it hurts so bad that I didn't even get the opportunity to go. So I started thinking all kinds of stuff, like, man, like, if this could always be taken, like, it was just taken away from me, you know, like, yeah like fights were taken away from me like I, I was like i was always getting robbed of fights that i felt like i always won and then um you yeah really- you're right though it did give me experience but but it, it just it was just devastating that i didn't get to go you know and, and i seen everybody else like i've seen not everybody else it was about six or seven of us that didn't get to go for the same reason but mm-hmm. the ones that did have uh ranking points you know they went so i was like man i could i we could have been in there as a team you know like together in japan and you know- and you know what, man? Just just use that fuel, you know, to be a world champion now. Yeah. You know oh, yeah. I'm a- to be a world champion. That's why everything happens for a reason, you know? And 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 your reason is going to be to be a world champion, you know? And, and I can see it in your eyes, man. I can see it. Like, you want this, yeah. you know? And, and you're going to get it, man. You're going to get it. I, I really do believe you're going to get it, man. Who, uh, what, what, let's, let's talk about the fights that are coming up. What what's the main fight right now that that's coming up that that uh, you're most intrigued about? Because in April, man, we got a lot a lot of fights coming up. We got Ryan Garcia fighting. We got we got uh, who else? We got Tank. You know, in May. You know, we got Tank. We got, uh, we got Canelo. We got Charlo. Yes. You know, with uh, Brian Castaño. You know, you're um, yeah. he's still being trained by uh, Manny, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still in the gym, so he's getting yeah, ready he's still for that. In the gym. So, um, what, what's the main fight that you're looking forward to? Um, I'm kind of looking forward to Valdez and Shakur Stevenson. Oh, know? I kind of, I kind of like that. You mentioned that one. You're yeah. right. Yeah, the yeah, Valdez and Shakur. That's Stevenson. next month already. The end of the next yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. That's on the what is it? The twenty? No, the thirtieth. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's actually a good one. Who do you got on that fight? I don't know. I don't know, man. If it goes to decision, it's, I got Shakur. But uh, I think, I don't know about this. You think could, Valdez needs to knock out Shakur in order to win? I think, I think man. I think because I, I, I think he's going to do pretty good in the first few rounds, but he just can't let Shakur think too much. Once yeah. he does that, I think, I think he's going to take control. And you know what? I I wouldn't put it past uh, Valdez. Valdez has the power to knock out Shakur Stevenson. Right. I agree oh, with you. If it goes to the cards, I think they'll give it to Shakur. Right. But yeah, Valdez has the ability to knock out Shakur Stevenson. Right. He, right. He's actually the more experienced fighter. Yeah, being able to connect, man, because Shakur be just slick. one. But yeah, I mean, Shakur. We are talking about Shakur Stevenson too, man. That's uh, you know, he's a beast in himself. So yeah, his distance. Yeah, distance. yeah. So we got this game. We got the. Oh man, I messed up. I dropped up the, the little paper. So look, man, I got this game that we play. You down to play a little game? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I really do appreciate your time, man. Seriously, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, um, I'm really looking forward to to uh, the rest of your career, man. I'm a big fan. It's be a good year, though. This year this year's going to be good. I got some big news coming. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, let me know, too, as soon as you get that news. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll announce it on my social yeah. media. Yeah, All right. So, big. I'm excited, man. Let, let, let's get it. So, this this game called Let's Get Personal. All right. And they're rapid questions. Let's start. One, two, three. Let's go. Favorite food? 
Nachos. Favorite color? Silver. Favorite athlete? In any sport? In any sport. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Your first car? Uh, Mercedes. <laughs> All right. Your dream car? I don't know. I got so many of them. <laughs> pick one. Pick one. Pick one. Uh, any type of Rolls Royce. Okay. All right. Favorite place to travel? Whether, okay, so that, that question is a little tricky. What's your favorite place to travel and what place have you traveled to that, that, that's on the top of your list? My favorite place to travel uh-huh. and, and one that's on my list that I've never been to. Yeah. Um, my favorite place to travel. I mean, I went to Colorado Springs so many times. That's pretty cool. You know, I went for training. I like it there. Yeah. I say in New York City. I like New York City. So. Okay. And what place do you want to go to? Place I want to go to. Um, Imagine, man, you got that. You got your world champ. You got that belt. You want to take a little vacation? Where's that? Probably go to like. Probably go to Antarctica or something. (laughs) I don't know. Somewhere weird, you know? Yeah. Hey, that's that's cool though, man. Go check out the penguins or something. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. All time favorite movie. A Clockwork Orange. Which one? A Clockwork Orange. Oh I, oh, I heard of that one. I haven't yeah, seen that one. It's pretty good. All right. What's your favorite type of music? I like uh, like 90s rap. 90s rap? Okay. Favorite artist? What's your favorite artist? Artist. In the 90s? That's a lot. I got a, I got a lot of favorite artists, too. I like uh, Bone Thugs, Two Life Crew. Okay. Um, anything that has a lot of bass, because I like bass. yeah. yeah. Hey, the 90s, I think, to me personally, I think the 90s was, you know, probably the best best time in music in general. Mm, I think so. R&B and and rap and stuff. All right, so what's your favorite thing to do on your off day, man? When you're not training, you're you're chilling out. What's your ideal day off? Ideal day off, probably go out somewhere in the city, get some some coffee or something. I like coffee. Okay. I can drink it at any time of the day. What's your Um, favorite coffee? Favorite coffee. I like Dutch Bowl's coffee. Okay. No, they don't I, have that in I LA. I have not been there, man. I I'm see not there, yeah. all around. Yeah, I was I was looking at some Dutch Bowl's pitches one time when I was cutting away for a tournament. I was like, when, when I'm done with this tournament, I got to go to Dutch Bowl's. Yeah. And then I didn't end up going until I went to Colorado Springs for the first time. And then uh, I tried it, and just, I love, just love it. I, every time I go to I Vegas, I have it in Vegas. They're being built so, everywhere, man. Everywhere. Yeah. I think right here in LA, they got way too many Starbucks. They don't have, like, you know, we need more of a like different kind some of some competition kind of out there, man. Coffee right. bean, coffee beans, good. Starbucks, yeah. but Starbucks, man, that was no competition. Like, yeah, right. So I like Dutch Bowls. And then, okay. Um, so just going know, out, I like, and having some coffee in the city. Right. I, I like video games too, so I, I play a lot of video games. Okay. What's your favorite video game? What's my favorite video game? Um, I like Tetris. <laughs> Oh, hey, yeah. That, yeah. See, yeah, me, I, I'm more of, I like playing sports games, man. You know, uh, like Madden, yeah. MLB, the show, uh, the show. They need to come back out with those boxing games, man. Remember the uh, knockouts and all that? They, they need, need to come back. Out. I heard they are, though, through Grapevine. I heard uh, pretty soon. Long, by, by, like, next year, I think they should be having another uh, boxing so. game. Hmm. So, hey, man, I really do appreciate your time. You know, um, I really do. What's, uh. Any shout outs? 
any shout-outs? Yeah, I want to give uh to my sponsors. I got uh, Pecan Munchies, Everlast, Archetype Athletic, uh, EastLA.com, Elite Garden. Okay. And um, uh, Viria Barajas. And, um, you know, if I missed anybody, no, sorry, just so the ones off the top of, of them, my head. Man. There's but, a lot of them. Right, there's a lot of them. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. And where can um, they follow you at? You can follow me on my Instagram at uh, underscore Anthony C. Herrera. My Twitter at Anthony C. Herrera and uh, my Facebook at Anthony Herrera. And you guys can follow me at AJ underscore official page underscore and follow us at off the hook with AJ at off the hook with AJ. Thank you again, Anthony, for, for your time. I'm very excited to see uh, what what's coming in your future, man, on your fights, everything. I wish you nothing but the best, nothing but success, man. And uh, you got it, bro. You're on your way. You're on your way. Yeah. We'll fight at a time. So, I mean, this, this year is going to be a good year. No, I think I'm uh, get a lot of exposure this year. So, um, yeah, I'm just really, real excited. You know? Sounds good. Hey, I'm, I'm excited for you, man. Uh, I'm excited for that news that you got coming up. So, yeah. so everybody, stay, everybody, everybody follow just... Anthony, man. So, you, you know, you, you can stay up on, yeah. on his news. All right. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate you, yeah. bro. And uh, I'll see you soon, man. I'll stop by the gym pretty soon. All right. All right. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you. All right.